0: everyone welcome back to reading with celebrities i'm tiffany i'm Lindsay. and today's episode um is just a normal weekly check-in but it's also during banned book week so we thought we would do some something fun during that week um but before we do that i figured we could just like check in see where we are or whatever with our books um i'm currently reading uh, the Joy Luck Club by Amy Tan right now. Again, I'm something's wrong. I'm going blank on books. Um, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just I feel like when do you were <laughs> Oh, am I frozen again? You were, but you're not anymore. So we okay. might have to oh. cut all that up. Okay. It's fine. Sorry. That's fine. Cool. So I'm, I'm currently, yeah, I'm currently reading Joy Luck Club by Amy Tan. I'm really, really enjoying it. Like, I could see it being in my top 10 of 2021. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm really liking it. And then, so that's all I'm reading right now. Um, and then, are you reading, was it The Star?
1: Little Star. I'm Little still Star. reading Little Star um, by John. Oh, you know, I look I was... this up too, and I practice it. And John <laughs> Hilde Lindquist—that's oh wrong. But um, he's Swedish. We, we know, and, and I don't speak Swedish. I try, but I don't. Um, yeah, uh, it's. I'm still continuing with that. I haven't started the next Oprah. I don't think you have either.
0: No, that's what I was gonna say. Like, um, since it's a short book. Um, I think we could both get it done and have our discussion for next week's episode. Yeah, ready to go. But,
1: um, yeah, it just keeps getting – what do I have to say? Um, There were some shocking revelations this time around. And by that, I just mean you kind of saw the turning point in one character where he went from just being kind of, like, driven and, you know, really wanting his music career to take off to where he just became a total asshole. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm
0: at. Is this supposed to be a scary book?
1: It's supposed to be horror. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in the synopsis, I know that both this the one main character and his wife, yeah, something terrible happens, and they die, and their weirdo creepo son comes and takes the the baby that they found in the woods. So. Oh. Okay. I, think I haven't gotten to that part totally yet. So. That's fun. It's coming. Feeling it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's got to come eventually, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Unless I never finish yeah. a book.
0: Also true. Um, okay. So for Band Book Week, um, I thought it would be fun if we went through the 10 books that um, are the most challenged books for this year of 2021. And then Lindsay has the. 2020 list so we can kind of compare those, see if um books are making a repeat, if there's some new on either one, and then um I was just gonna kind of give a small synopsis on that. So the first and this I got from I think it's called Band Book and the, I- uh,
1: Yeah, then the one that I have is the Oh, ala.org they've got okay. a whole the American Library Association so okay they've got, they've got the top 10 most challenged books of 2020 in the past but, oh nice yeah there are definitely some repeats
0: yeah I'm sure those
1: are like, very common themes yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: and then um some of these are just like older books anyway so I'm assuming they're going to be on the 2020 and stuff like that So the first one that's on the 2021 list is called George, by Alex Gino, and I believe it's a children's book. And it says, um, when people look at Melissa, they think they see a boy named George, but she but she knows she's not a boy. She knows she's a girl. Melissa thinks that she'll have to keep this secret forever. Then her teacher announces that their class play is going to be Charlotte's Web. Melissa really, really wants to play Charlotte, but the teacher says she can't even try out for the part because she's a boy. With the help of her best friend, Kelly, Melissa comes up with a plan, not just so she can be Charlotte, but that so everyone can know who she is once and for all.
1: Yep, and that was also on the 2020. Um, it was number one on 2019 and number one on 2018, so it's it's no stranger yeah. to... No,
0: and it's on there, it says for its LBG, BTQIA plus content, um, conflicting with religious viewpoints and not reflecting the values of our community. I'm assuming yes. that's what somebody wrote to ban yes. it. Yes,
1: those are, those are in quotes, the values yeah. of our community.
0: Yeah. Um, number two on the 2021 list is Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You by Ibram X. Kendi. And Jason Reynolds.
1: And that is also Um, on the 2020 list. That's number two as well.
0: Yeah. And then that one, um, it says, the the constructs of race have always been used to gain and keep power, to create dynamics that separate and silence. Um, So with this, it reveals the history of racist ideas in America and inspires hope for an anti-racist future. It takes you on a race journey from then to now, Shows you why you. Shows you why we feel we how we feel and why the poison of racism lingers. It also proves that while racist ideas have always been easy to fabricate and distribute, they can also be discredited. So and um, I think for this one it just says. Because of claims that the book contains selective storytelling incidences and does not encompass racism against all people.
1: Mm -hmm. And on the 2020 one, they included that there were some um, controversial statements made by the author. Okay. I think the one that caught me the most on that was does not encompass racism against all people. Yeah. Which kind of makes me want to read it because is it, when they say that, are they implying that the authors said there's no racism against other races other than Black? Or were they just focusing on that and people took issue with that?
0: that that's how I would see it is like they it was probably focused and they took issue with that but again we would have to read it because I yeah um, I'm not sure what the issue is but I know that, just- that one oh sorry go ahead. go
1: ahead
0: I was gonna say I saw that book a lot like I know like when all the George Floyd stuff happened A lot of books were popping up that said, like, if you want to learn and read and educate yourself, like, I know that this is one of the books that did come up. Yeah. Okay, so we're so far two for two on this list. Yes. It would be funny if this is the 2020 list that I'm reading and I thought it was 2021. (laughs) Well, it wouldn't surprise me if if there was
1: a lot of overlap between the two just because... Um, Like, looking back, like, 2020 and 2019 were very similar, but 2020 and 2021 both had a lot more um, with, like, George Floyd and other, like, the spotlight was on racism and inequality. And so I think there's definitely going to be more overlap between 2020 and 2021 than past years.
0: Yeah. Okay, so... Book number three is All American Boys by Jason Reynolds. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, for twenty twenty. <laughs> um, okay. So this one, I have a bag of chips that's all sixteen-year-old Rashad is looking for at the at the corner bodega. What he finds instead is a. Fist happy cop Paul Galuzzo, who mistakes Rashad for a shoplifter, mistakes Rashad's pleadings and that he's stolen nothing for belligerence, mistakes Rashad's resistance to to leave the bodega as resisting arrest, and mistakes Rashad's every flinch at every punch the cop throws as further resistance and a refusal to stay still as ordered. But how can you stay still when someone is pounding your face into the concrete pavement? Um, There were witnesses, Quinn Collins, a varsity basketball player, and Rashad's classmate who has been raised by Paul since his own father died in Afghanistan, and a video camera. Soon the beating is all over the news, and Paul is getting threatened with accusations of prejudice and racial brutality. Quinn refuses to believe that the man who has basically been his savior could possibly be guilty, but then Rashad is absent, and absent again and again, and the basketball team, half of whom are Rashad's best friends, start to take sides as does the school and the town um simmering tensions threaten to explode as rashad and quinn are forced to face decisions and consequences they had never considered before so um and then all of these synopsises that i'm reading i just got from amazon like i just searched the books and got them from there yeah um and this one says it was banned and challenged for profanity drug use alcoholism and because it was thought to promote anti-police views, contain divisive topics, and be too much of a sensitive matter right now. Yeah, that's also awesome, folks. That would crack me up. A se- are you kidding me? A sensitive matter right now. So I would also like to
1: see. And the the ALA has their their statistics that you can download on how they looked at all of this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what were things banned for or challenged um and i would like to see sort of where where some of these books challenged because for me personally like all american boys that's not a book to be read in elementary school so if they were trying to read that to first graders and they challenged it i would be okay with that because first grader and elementary schooler doesn't have can't have that sort of dialogue like it's it's not an age-appropriate dialogue yeah they were trying to ban this in high school and college that's more of an issue for me because these kids do have the ability to think critically and to look at situation and to you know form their own opinions so i think i think i'm missing that part so too much of a sensitive matter right now is kind of like yeah, that's questionable but um you know some of them where it's like contains you know challenge for profanity and drug use and alcoholism yeah i don't really think a first grader should be like reading that like I I
0: would agree yeah it just depends on because there is an age group listed for this book I don't know what the age was so like if there is an age group that's above first grade then you should not be giving it to a first grader that's why it's an age appropriate that's why movies are rated PG-13 rated R it's for age appropriate I can't remember what this one had for um the age listed on Amazon but it did have it I remember seeing it because I think the George one was younger for younger kids. Yeah, that
1: definitely sounds like a younger.
0: Yeah. And like the cover of it, it just reminded me of like a book that you might see in elementary school.
1: Yeah. So this is saying grade level seven through nine.
0: So like. Which I think that's decent.
1: That's like starting around like 12, 13. So like, again, yeah, thir- like, you know, teenagers and.
0: And you're starting to understand, you're starting to see, you can comprehend s- some of those things.
1: Mm-hmm. So I. I would like to see, maybe I'll do some more looking into yeah. See if their stats contain anything like that, but um, it's just interesting because it's very interesting to see why a lot of things are challenged, and what I've seen so far is interesting is that something, it's like, you know, number two, stamped, that was almost like, almost like, this isn't discussing racism enough and some of these other ones are like it's discussing racism and
0: I think people I think there are people that like get offended that this book discusses race like they don't want to like they're they don't want to talk about it because they don't want to admit that they've had like maybe like racist tendencies not on purpose but people have racist and so I think that they don't want to admit that they become defensive it's almost like they're they're defensive of it like if you're promoting this book to teach us about race, and then somebody's like, "Well, we don't need to. I'm not racist." So I think that sometimes is that's what I feel like when it's like, I don't know.
1: It's just it reminds me of a there was a bit in a Simpsons episode where they were crawling around the the air ducts of the school, and it was like 1950s history books, too racist, and then 1990s history books, not racist enough. <laughs> like, oh that's what I, like that's what I yeah. <laughs> This is the way it's going back and forth. It's kind of like, man, you could you could ban any book for any reason. You really know, I know people try to do, and yeah, have tried in the past. Um, Nazis, but uh, I'm not, I'm saying like literally the Nazis tried to ban a bunch of books, like you know. Um, but it's just interesting how, like, you can have two very opposite reasons
0: to show up. This. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I could see that. Um, Okay, I think we're on number four, which is Speak by Lori Halsey, Anderson. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. This one, um, freshman year at Merriweather High is not going well for Melinda Sardino. Um, She busted an end-of-summer party by calling the cops, and now her friends and even strangers all hate her. So, she, so she stops trying, stops talking. She retreats into her head, and all the lies and hypocrisies of high school become magnified, leaving her with no desire to talk to anyone, anyway. But it's not so comfortable in her head either. There's something banging around in there that she doesn't want to think about. She can't just go on like this forever. Eventually, she's going to have to confront the thing she's avoiding. The, confront the thing she's avoiding. The thing that happened at the party. The thing that nobody but her knows. She's going to have to speak the truth.
1: Okay. Yes, I have, um, and this was banned or challenge restricted because it was thought to contain a political viewpoint, and it was claimed to be biased against male students and for the novel's inclusion of rape and profanity. Now, I have read this book. Oh, you have? Yes, I thought it was a fantastic book. I read it in high school. Um, I don't remember any political viewpoints but again that may have just been one of those things where it kind of i was you know 14 and it goes over my head or whatever yeah um
0: that you didn't realize it was can, a political statement or something
1: yeah i can 100% say that this this book should be read because okay. of this because of the situation because of the um the the main character she is raped um there's profanity I'm sorry, if your kid's in high school, they're going to be hearing that. Like, you know, um, if I remember correctly, she had a very strong, like, supportive male friend or, like, male acquaintance. Like, these, this is what I'm recalling from this book. So, again, it's been at least 15 years since I read it. Um, but I think it's, it's one of those things where you're doing a huge disservice by not letting kids in that age group read this book and experience... The viewpoint of somebody who has been raped who has gone through that trauma and it's something that unfortunately goes on every day Yeah, um, and you know some, sometimes you gotta hit people with hard facts to make them see make make them want to fix things and make things better
0: yeah I mean again that's what I think about like the reasons that they're saying that these books are banned I'm like these are also topics that need to be discussed. Mm-hmm. There, Yes, there maybe should be an age discretion, like I agree, but your kids do need to learn about these things. These are important topics that you should know about yeah. and you should learn about.
1: Like, what are you going to do if, you know, knock on wood, hopefully not, like you like, I don't want my daughter reading this, but unfortunately your daughter is sexually assaulted and she feels like she can't come to you and talk to you about it because Because it's not you know, like you can't discuss it. Because it's yeah, because here's this book where this character that she's identifying with is going through all this and you're telling it's a bad book and it shouldn't be banned and she shouldn't be reading it.
0: Like Yeah, you're punishing her you know, for reading this book, yeah.
1: Or, you know, your your son you know knows the truth between seeing something that happened and has the chance to stand up and make things right but you're sitting there saying this is terrible and he's just going to stay quiet because of it like you know that's your kids are going to have to face that at some point point. and for me there are so many books that can help spark that discussion and are so good at starting that discussion like why ban that like why yeah. why stop that from happening
0: yeah why not i agree all right, number five is The the Absolutely True Diary of Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie.
1: This is another one I've read. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, so um, this one is, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find, I think it's just, oh, Chronicles, the Tempor- Contemporary, Adolescence of one Native American boy as he attempts to break away from the life he was destined to live. So it looks like it says Junior leaves his troubled school on the reservation to attend an all-white farm town high school where the only other Indian is the school mascot.
1: Um I think that book's hilarious. I read it. It's kind of like 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 it says the, the absolutely true diary, so it's like I mean, obviously, it's a diary, but uh, or written like a diary. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm kind of. There was some something mentioned as to why this was challenged. That I just googled, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Um, the allegations of sexual misconduct, yeah. author.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, and, that's on
1: here. Um, the other ones are profanity, sexual references, like you know. Yeah, the usual. <laughs> your, your usual um Uh, is this a middle grade book like i would put this like middle school to high school okay um yeah i was reading some of the section like some of the allegations and it was a bunch of women coming forward basically saying that he used his because this book and then um i think the other one's called like smoke signals this is other book kind of really propelled them into fame and a lot of women like alleging that he was using that fame to force them into sexually uncomfortable, like, situations and stuff like that, both in public and private. And uh, one thing that he did say was he apologized and basically was just, like, some of these women are telling the truth. So, like, in a roundabout way, he kind of admitted to it, which, you know, Skeevy kind of breaks it down to that one thing where it's, like, can you still enjoy something after the author or the actor or the singer has been found to be guilty of something terrible
0: i think um that's really hard because there have been things that have come out about authors and it's like i will no longer long no, people are like no longer supporting you know that author but then i think about like books that they wrote and i'm like what are the, what if these are books that, like, were part of your childhood that you love so much that you, you know, like, how do you give up something that was, like, I get, like, you don't want to support the author anymore, but, like, the storytelling is what.
1: I think, I think in that is, yeah, for me, it, like, books in particular in that instance, I think the best way to go about it is to go to your library and rent it, like, give your support to your library, but don't buy the book and give your money to the to yeah. Yeah, but I think like like in some situations, like I don't know, there are some very famous artists who like have some very famous paintings, and then you find out the story behind the painting, and you're like, oh, that's gross. Like, can I still enjoy this painting knowing that? Like, you know, I think it's a it's a a tricky.
0: Or you know, like with like musicians, like they come out and something bad happens. Am I not allowed to listen to those songs anymore?
1: Like art, like all of R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, yeah. All of our Kelly, I know, I know a lot of people with Michael Jackson afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. I know Chris Brown.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, where do you draw the line? How do you draw the line? How do you, how do you do that?
0: And I am, I'm probably not, I definitely am not a perfect person, so I don't have the correct answer for that either. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, number six, Something Happened in Our Town, a child story about racial injustice by uh, Marianne Solano, Marietta Collins, and Ann Hazard.
1: This was a challenge for divisive language, it's in quotes, because it's thought to promote anti police views.
0: Yeah, so this one says um, this follows two families one white, one black, as they discuss a police shooting of a black man in their community. The story aims to answer children's questions about such traumatic events and to help children identify and counter racial injustice in their own lives. I mean, I think that book is so relevant in what's happening in our world right now. Like, to ban it is doing an injustice.
1: Yeah, I think, again, it goes to how young of a child this is. Yes, yes geared towards um, yeah
0: I, yeah again I don't know the age listed for this one
1: and some of these two like I would have to like look at and see like how are they presented like you know like there's like it's I mean I'm just looking at a synopsis in a
0: mm-hmm. web page, so yeah you um, have to actually I, read the book and see how it actually yeah
1: but I like. I agree. It's another thing where it's happening. You're gonna have to talk about it. Keeping it quiet, so not gonna do anything good. So oh, it's
0: all over the news. Like you're gonna see it. You're gonna hear about it. It's on social media. Like these are things that should be discussed. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So the next four books, I have read all of them.
1: I have read the next one, but not the other, not the last three. So okay. I think I'm wondering if. If 2021 is going to have the same list as 2020.
0: I think so. <laughs> okay. okay. So number seven is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee.
1: This one um, makes me so mad because this is one of my favorite books of all time.
0: And I so, feel like
1: I feel like the reasons that it's being challenged are people who have never read the book and don't understand what it's about.
0: Yeah. And so just like a quick one, like for people that haven't read it, it's just a coming of age story about a young girl whose father is a local lawyer and is defending a black man that's unjustly accused of a terrible crime. Um, it's one of the best books. I think we discussed it during our back to school week episode um, as one of our favorites. I was actually thinking when I saw this list, maybe not this year, but maybe in 2022, we should do a reread. Yeah. And read it, have an episode where we discuss it, see if it brings back, cause I haven't read it since high school.
1: I read it. I got it as a gift for my teachers in seventh grade, so I read it that summer, going to eighth, and then we reread it in ninth grade, and I read it one other time after that.
0: Yeah. So I've only read it once. Um, I would love to reread it. So I think that would be. We should put that as like a reread. Um, yes. um, this next book is also one of the books that we discussed during our back to school week. It is *Of Mice and Men* by um, John Steinbeck. And these Mm -hmm. these two. Oh yeah, did you say why? Did we say why these were banned? Sorry.
1: No, but they're they're pretty similar. Um, Racial slurs and the negative effect on students. Which, again, I think that's being old enough to put that book and that context into a time period where you look how terrible this was normal to say, and that's horrible. And we don't say that anymore. Like that's. I'm sorry. If you're teaching this book, you're going to have to teach it. Yeah, and you're gonna have to teach it to students who are old enough to know how to w- learn about it.
0: And th- that's the same thing about "The Heart Is a Lonely Hunter." A lot of racial slurs and like mm-hmm. racist stereotypes were in that book, um, and that does not mean that, like, like you said, it's at the time that it was written that that was okay, and it is yeah. not okay. Um, yeah but it was
1: like yeah it was the same thing um with I mean, I, had, I read I had to read The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn when I was in high school and uh there is a main character who just part of his name is the n word and oh yeah um, I mean but it was written in late 1800s I yeah think. um so it was very normal normal thing back then like nobody would have batted an eye and of course like My teacher, rightfully so, held a big discussion around it and just said, this is part of this book. You know, I'm glad it's making all of us uncomfortable as it should. Like, you know, like it was a discussion we had in class to bring context to that novel.
0: That is, yeah, I, I think like you said, as long as the teacher is doing a good job of like, we're reading this book, we know when it was written, and we need to make it... It, it should make you feel uncomfortable when you read these words in this book.
1: You read these words, read these, the actions of some of the characters. Yes. Um, you know, it's okay to point out that the main character who's kind of technically the hero has flaws. Like, it's okay to point that out. But, you know, I, one of the things I like about books and what we've kind of discussed with book clubs is getting outside your comfort zone. and. Yeah.
0: I mean, I agree completely. I think, and Of Mice and Men is one of my favorite books. Yeah, you, one of <laughs> your favorites. So, and it's it's the storytelling. It's 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 such a great read. So yeah. Um, number nine. I actually read this last year. Um, it's The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. Um, sexually explicit and depicts child sexual abuse, which. It, it does. Um, it's actually a really sad book. Um, it's about Pecola Breedlove. She's an 11 year old black girl in America and in an America who loves for its blonde blue eyed children can um, devastate all others. So she prays for her eyes to turn blue um, that so, so that she will be beautiful um, and that people will look at her. Um, so this is the story of the nightmare. At the heart of her yearning and the tragedy of its fulfillment. So just a really sad, devastating book. Like, I don't think. When I was reading it, I did not know where the book was going, so I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, it was um, it's a really good book. It's a short book. Um, I know that's the only Toni Morrison book that I've read. Um, I have two more by her, but I've I've just heard really good, good things about her as an author.
1: I read um, Beloved by I think her. I,
0: I think I have Beloved and Sula. I think those are the two I have by her.
1: Um, I think that those two and then the bluest eye tend to be like the most recommended Toni Morrison books that I see out there. Yeah, like, show up you know, on every list. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, again, another one where it's... It's... It's delicate subject matter that needs to be handled as such. Yeah. Am I going to have my middle schooler reading it? No. Am I going to yeah. have my high schooler reading it? Maybe not. I may say, I'm going to say I found Beloved to be a college level book.
0: Yeah. If anything, maybe your junior or senior, senior level in high school, maybe. Your, like your advanced level is like,
1: yeah. again, it's something that it's delicate subject matter and it should be handled as such. And I think if you're a teacher who's going to be teaching this book, you need to be very well aware that you may have students who have gone through this. And I guess same thing with, with all the racism ones. You may have students who have been affected by this and experienced mm-hmm. this. and You need to be sensitive to that and teach it. You need to do the, the material justice and teach it well to bring out those lessons.
0: Well, and I think what it does is like with the racism one. And like, as I was saying earlier, is like, I think sometimes people don't realize when they are being racist like they said something racist that's offensive and they don't realize it um and i think i think then because they don't think that they're a racist person right um so they're like well i'm not racist so i didn't mean it that way and i think sometimes that's why they get defensive when they read these books because they're you know they're pointing out that this is what people do um and um, I know you don't really watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette or anything, but this kind of came up I remember last this year. Was up with,
1: um, there was the the one girl who went to, like, an antebellum party, yes. and Rachel, who was the first ba- Black Bachelorette, oh, gosh, Black Bachelorette, pointed out and was just like, you don't understand why this would make me uncomfortable, right? Yes. And uh, Chris Harrison did not handle it well.
0: No, but I think, lightly, like... But, I think what came out of it is like, so um, Rachel, the girl that was at the, because they're both named Rachel. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Rachel, the one that went to the party, people were not saying like, she was racist, but this was racist that what you did, and you do need to realize it. It's, and so I think that that's, I think that was the thing. And I think that's what people is like, like I said earlier, like, I think people sometimes just, they don't know, and that doesn't make it okay, it does not make it that, doesn't mean that it's okay to do it, because you didn't know, but it's almost like racial ignorance, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I think that these books, yeah, these books are good to teach you these things, so that you don't do these things, and blame your ignorance later,
1: Mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, you're romanticizing, you know, the nice parts oh the fashion was fun or like it's a big party while well, totally ignoring me like what actually happened Well, there? well who, who wasn't invited to this party who's serving you at this party like you know absolutely think that, like, you wanted it to be historically authentic like you got to really think about what's what you're saying with this yeah um, i mean
0: yeah so i think and i think um emmanuel ocho he he ended up hosting the after the fine, final final rose to discuss all of this and he did say he was like this is you're just it was like racial ignorance that was the words that he used I think I said racial tendencies earlier which sounds bad too like we shouldn't have a tendency to be racist (laughs) but like the racial ignorance of some people that we just people don't know and I think banning these books does not help us to learn from it Mm -mm. at all so sorry we went on a little tangent No. Um, so the last book is one of the books I read this year. Um, I think it was in my yeah, top 10. You got it in like your, top, yeah, oh, your top, top four.
1: I think yeah, it was like it was up there.
0: Yeah, so it was The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. And again, it was challenged for profanity and because it promoted an anti police message, which no, but um and it was that on I'm assuming that was on 2020s as well.
1: Yeah, we had the same list
0: okay yeah <laughs> that's great Listen,
1: 2021 um, is just 2020 part two
0: <laughs> you, you are correct yeah and so this one is about star carter she's a 16 year old she um lives in a poor neighborhood but goes to a fancy suburban prep school um and so it's just a balance between those two worlds and those two worlds are shattered when she witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend Khalil at the hands of a police officer and Khalil was unarmed so it's just going through the aftermath of that and dealing with the headlines and her being a witness to it and all of those things um it's a really good book I really enjoyed it um I I want to watch the movie I think I saw it on either Hulu or Netflix so it's definitely on my list of um to watch but yeah I again those are all of those books sound like books that I want to read and should read
1: Uh yeah like I'm interested to see what some of those those other books that we haven't are mm-hmm. to kind of get an idea because I was actually discussing this with my mom there was a a book in virgin virgin no here in texas I don't remember some school district where a mom got up and she was like mad at the pta because she had read this this thing from a book i can't recall what it is a section from this book where they like very explicitly discuss anal sex and she's like this is being read to middle schoolers and for me i was like one i know what book that is and that's definitely late high school early college level reading so that alone means yeah that what should be out there and i was like and I do agree, like, I don't think that's, like, there. there is something to be said for age appropriateness, not just for content, but for being able to place context and more, having, being older gives you more of a worldview in general. Well, and to be,
0: yeah, and to actually be able to understand it and comprehend what this book is trying to teach you, right? Like, if a younger kid reads one of these books, they might not understand the importance of it. And why it's important to read this book. And comprehend this book. So Mm -hmm. I do agree that there should be. They should be age appropriate. And Because like obviously. They're not giving. The the reasons they're giving are you know. Just saying like the racism. The profanity and all of that. But if a high school book. If a high school person is reading a high school book. And there's profanity in it. Then to me I'm like. Your kid probably says it a lot worse.
1: Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) And even if they don't they've heard it before. And it's like.
0: Yes, from other kids. You know, um, yeah. like you said, a first grader maybe would not comprehend the importance of that book, anyways.
1: And some of it, too, is like, like you know, you read to a group of fifth graders a book with, that's full of profanity, but has this great message. They're going to remember the profanity from that book because it's oh, novel to them. That's hilarious. Yeah, you know, yeah they're, they're going to think it's fun. Um, yeah. So they're, you know, I think it's, it's, a lot of these have important subject matter, delicate sub- subject matter that needs to be dealt with appropriately, and mm-hmm. some of that comes like there's a responsibility that comes along with that as being a teacher for um, you know, in general, English language arts. Uh, that you have to be prepared to take on if you're going to be teaching these challenge books.
0: I agree like you do need to have people that can uh, like teach it and tell you this is why this book is important. This Mm -hmm. book is not, we're not reading this so that you can laugh at the F word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that was a good list. I don't think any of those books should be banned. And I now kind of want to read some of them, so.
1: So I was looking, so obviously 2020, 2021, it seemed like the clear consensus was dealing with racism. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking back at the, 2019 list real quickly, the main the main issue or the main reasons that they were challenged had to do with sex and sexuality. So it's interesting how, and that's again, I think another thing is being old enough for these books to in general, most of these, most of these books I would put high school to college level, um, being old enough to kind of understand what happened in society historically to trigger why you know why we had that shift in challenge books
0: yeah and we and like you said there is a shift in 2020 we see what happens especially all at the beginning of 2020 all of these bad things that are happening and so all of a sudden these books are becoming like people are like this is why you can't say these things this is mm-hmm. why we feel this way so that's why all the, these books are coming back up again is be like if you want to know why we feel this way and the history behind all of this read these books and so I, I can see why, um, because of that, now people are trying to ban them more, because now they're seeing them being read more again. Because a lot of these, like you said, I mean, they're older books, like Toni Morrison's book, To Kill a Mockingbird, Of Mice and Men, all and older books, right? Um, so.
1: I mean, it looks like George has been on the list for basically eternity.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think some of those are going off the list. for years. But. Um,
1: uh, yeah, because that was number one in a handful of years. Um, but, yeah, I think this was a pretty good
0: discussion.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I know. Happy Banned Books Week. Read all of them.
1: I'm going to give you a shout-out for doing all your hard work on the follow train, for getting us over... What are we at now? Over 100 followers. 150,
0: 157 right now. Over
1: 150.
0: <laughs> that was, girl, that was
1: all you. Uh
0: I mean, I I'm in another one right now, so we'll see if I can get us to 200. <laughs> Go yes. follow us on Instagram, please. Please. Speaking
1: of yeah. Yes, you can follow us. At reading with celebs. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then Twitter reading W celebs um yeah I this is a really good discussion I enjoyed this
1: I'm gonna okay. give a shout out to my husband for being like hey it's fan book week are you guys gonna do something with
0: that and I was like oh, no out. We are. shout out yes because I was like oh we're just gonna do a weekly check-in cool great no I like I like doing things revolving around books
1: yeah I did have fun with our last episode <laughs> it's just like Let's rant about TV. <laughs> I know.
0: It, it literally was a weekly check-in. That's we did not. We don't have rules to what those weekly check-ins are gonna be. We don't know where they're gonna go. They can go this way or they can go that. We have no idea what's gonna happen during a weekly check-in. It could just be me alone eating popcorn. You don't know. <laughs> please, <laughs> please just record yourself eating popcorn. That's just all I want. That's all I want.
1: The microphone.
0: Oh, speaking of, um, I bought. Um, Audible was having a sell. I think it ends tonight at at like eleven fifty nine for like eighty nine dollars, you get a year worth of um Audible, and you get your twelve credits up front, but then you also get like access to like free books. Nice.
1: yeah was Anna on? yes. the one?
0: Yes, the, the one by Maggie Gyllenhaal, that one was free, so I did not have to use a credit. so I have it downloaded. Awesome. So I downloaded that, and then I downloaded a podcast that sounded good from it. Um, I think it was, let me just look that up real
1: quick.
0: It was um, podcast, The Murder of Robert Wone, W-O-N-E. And it says it's only from Audible, so I was like, well, I need another murder podcast. So
1: I gotta get it.
0: I have to get it. So, yeah, so, um, but now I realized when I had Audible before, I think I had, like, three months worth and I got credits. I'm really picky about what I want to spend my credits on. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, I'm like, well, if I can get it at the library, I'm not going to waste a credit on it. But, like, if the wait for it at the library is, like,
1: 132,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, yeah, so I went ahead and did that um, this week. Or uh, I think I did it last night or whatever. So I'm excited to start listening to Anna. And nice. then ne- yeah, next week's episode will be our discussion on "While I Was Gone" by Sue Mil- Sue Miller. Fingers um,
1: crossed.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed because it's a short read. So hopefully we can um, do our discussion on that next week. If not, you'll hear us come into that episode and that it's going to be moved another week.
1: And it'll be Band so- Books Week Part Two. No. It'll,
0: be, it'll be what Lindsay discovered on research. <laughs> it'll be Lindsay's research on banned books.
1: Just be me and a bunch of stats.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, thanks for listening, guys. Again, Instagram is reading with celebs and Twitter is reading w celebs. Um, and then please subscribe to our podcast. Give it a follow, a like, a listen, give it a review, all of those things. And we will see you next week. All right. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.